Hello, and welcome to That Tracks Podcast, a podcast <laughs> where we go through and we pick an artist and their debut album, and we go through the track listing track by track and find out the songs that were good, the songs that were bad, the career starters, the career enders, and our first artist is the artist Busted. <laughs> Which we should definitely... Wait. Oh. Oh, he's doing it. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> You're having too much fun with our new That was album. a... Uh, th- oh, we can also say like... Wow. Does the camera pick up that audio? I use this audio for the camera. Oh, wow. Yeah. Didn't know that. So well, that's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> so do uh, you want to tell them who Busted is? Um, I don't know much about Busted, but they did come up with the original year 3000, correct? Right. And yeah. I guess that like a kind of a lot of songs from yeah. what I like looked at. I looked at the essential busted playlist. I'm not going to lie. And this might frustrate people who in the comments on our last episode were telling us that like we needed to make sure to shout them out because they were the OGs of year 3000. I have never heard their version of it. You know, they did a version. I don't know if they actually recorded with the Jonas Brothers, mm-hmm. oh. but there is a version. It's year 3000 2.0 and it's them and the Jonas Brothers. I think I did hear that version of it. So maybe I have listened. There you go. There we are. Also, we did get a new device. That's what I'm referencing when I'm saying Tim is having fun with. Tim is our tech guy through and through. I show up. I have an outline for the episodes, and um, I I go through like what we talk about. Right. Tim is like Mr. Tech over here, and he gets very excited about this. I do get very excited. (laughs) The thing that's exciting about this is has four microphone inputs, so we could have guests, Uh and it has the ability to input from the phone, so we could like take take callers. We did also, I, I know that people have been asking about guests. Yes, we will absolutely be having guests on the podcast. And I do think that like one of our first guests will be our wives. Oh, yeah. That'll be fun. I have an idea. Oh, we'll have to talk. Do you want to hear that. it? No, no, no. I think we should. That's a good tease. Okay. Stay tuned. Have an idea. <laughs> I think it'll be I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be a fun idea. I also want to say just out the gate with this episode. I talked to you about this beforehand, but. I I woke up with weird anxiety today. Anxiety is something that I deal with from time to time. And so if I'm off, that's what's going on. I have a feeling we're going to make you on. I was going to say, you know what actually does help though is like personal connection. So I've been looking forward to getting to this point in my day because it just like helps alleviate that anxiety. Yeah. But you know what I did to make sure that it was not fully alleviated <laughs> i made sure that the air conditioner wasn't on in here so it's like hot a little bit a little bit hot we're gonna be sweating sweat out the anxiety <laughs> <laughs> i don't think that's how it works but uh, well anyways so i just wanted to acknowledge that that's something that happens from time to time and i'm sure there are listeners and viewers that also struggle with anxiety and just know that you're never alone in those moments but i appreciate that i'm here we're doing it we're here to talk about tracks <laughs> yeah here i'll alleviate your anxiety oh <laughs> there it was all right i'm I'm calm now <laughs> you're totally calm totally calm so here's what happens to me yeah and i'm gonna ask you if this ever happens to anybody people one time we did a live show and people noticed it that you were having anxiety well they did i didn't say that it was from the anxiety mm-hmm. but they noticed it's a physical reaction with me uh-huh. my ears like get hot and really? turn bright red really yeah when you're struggling with anxiety yeah anxiety stress yeah. so like if I'm having a hard time throughout the day, like something's bothering me, my ears take on that's interesting that stress. I fidget, like, and I've already been like kind of moving my hand. I move my hands when I talk a lot. I'm sure that those that watch the podcast, like, 
have noticed that that's just me in general right just in my regular day um but i do i like like to fidget when i have anxiety. i do this i don't know if you guys can see this foot but uh, i <laughs> move this foot around yeah that's my fidget have you ever used a device a fidget device i have sometimes yeah, yeah. i have them at work so that like if something's going on i can like I focus my energy into that. What's your preferred device? <laughs> I don't know that like I have a bubble one. popper or a spinner. Those are nice. Bubble poppers are fun. Spinners are fun. Uh, I like popping. I like clicking a pen, which gets annoying uh, for yeah. people around me. So I do a spin. With that. Like a pen spin. Have you ever done a pen spin? Yeah. 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 I do that. But anyway, I, I, I've struggled with anxiety since I was in college. So I feel like I've developed a good like tools at this point to help like rationalize those thoughts. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, sometimes it just happens. It just kind of hits you and then you're just like, well, we're on this track and, uh... Oh, Oh no, sorry. <laughs> Somebody told me to lower my microphone so they could see my face. Yeah, there you are. So, um, but yeah, so you just kind of roll with it. Yeah. You know, you gotta figure out your coping mechanisms, good tools for that. And then you're good to go. You got to go with the flow. That's it. <laughs> you just watch Finding Nemo the Musical. No more solid. Stress. I am going to Animal Kingdom after we record oh. today, so maybe I should do that. Go watch it. Don't worry. Like the like giant video screen of the girl in the <laughs> dentist's office not frightening at all. <laughs> that won't that won't do it for me. Yeah. Although, uh, you know, Darla. I think that's her name. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Darla. She really, really. Um, I feel like needed some counseling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I agree. She makes me a little nervous for sure, but. Anyways, um, so back on track, eh? we we are going to continue our segment with our high dad soup moment of the week. Okay, yeah. Um, now, and, let me ask you this about yeah. this segment. Mm -hmm. So this is fatherhood moments, right? Sure, yeah. It doesn't necessarily have to be positive moments. It can be trouble. No, we are here to talk about the positives and the negatives. What was I trying to say? Tr troublesome? Maybe. It was like strugglesome. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think like the point of High Dad Soup is not to always just talk about the positive moments. In fact, High Dad Soup in the movie itself has a moment of like sort of sadness attached to it because mm -hmm. Goofy was sad that Max wasn't doing that anymore. Right. And so I think like, yeah, there's definitely highlights to fatherhood and wins, but there's definitely moments where you're like, well, dang, this wasn't the best experience. Yeah. So we're here to talk about all of it. So Jackson wanted to go to his first concert. Yeah. It was... Power line. <laughs> I was like, going to do the, the plot of the Goofy movie. I was like, wow, did he really? No. Well, do you want to share your... Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we had a difficult moment with Jackson where it, it wasn't like hard. He didn't do anything wrong. Mm -hmm. Let me emphasize that. We were over at a friend's house and he was playing. We rode the bikes over there mm -hmm. um, and he was playing and they were on like like a truck. I had a handlebars yeah. and they were driving it down the driveway and Jackson was on it and he drove down it and something happened. The wheel caught on something mm -hmm. and boom, he fell forward, yeah. hit his face. Very thankful that he was wearing his helmet because he was riding his bike. So he had his helmet on mm -hmm. and so he didn't hit his head. He did hit his mouth and that was difficult for me because he was crying in a way that I haven't heard him cry before. Mm -hmm. And so I knew that it really hurt and, you know, picked him up right away, took him home, got some ice on it, started taking care of it. But still it was, it was hard. Scary. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you hear them cry out in pain, like you've never heard before, it's like even more terrifying. Yeah. And then I think it, at, in times too, as a dad, and maybe you relate to this, maybe you don't, but when 
when your kids get hurt, it's hard on you as well because you're like, my job is to try to protect them. Right. And so in some ways you internalize it and you're like, did I not do a good job in this moment? And I want to make sure that every single parent out there understands that every kid will hurt themselves. 1,000%. Yeah, and it's not your fault. Like, like it's you could wrap accident. your child in bubble wrap. Accidents happen, and and I will say, I have two boys, mm-hmm. and I don't I don't know because we don't have little girls, so I don't know what it's like to parent a little girl. But with two little boys, let me tell you, mm-hmm. the things that they get themselves into at times, I'm just like, what 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 were we thinking in this moment? And right. and you know, they're just they're just out there. They're ready. They're full of energy. They're full of like this zest for life, mm-hmm. and they're ready to just like go. And sometimes, you know, accidents happen. There have been many a moments that my boys have gotten injured and it's like, well, dang, that was very unfortunate. But you know what? You were there. You comforted him. Yeah. He probably felt safe with you. Um, So yeah, that's hard. But also like I think back on my childhood too, where it's like, I've done that. Yeah. I've slammed my face into stuff. I have, I wasn't wearing a helmet. And it's an accident. Like nobody, it just happens. It's just, that's just life. I was on the, what do you call that thing on the playground that's like a dome and it's made up of all bars? Oh, I don't know, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. I, I don't know what that is. I've just called it the playground like a dome. gym or anything like that, right? I have no idea. I don't know. But I was watching the other kids and all the other kids could hang upside down by their knees. Mm-hmm. And I was like, got to try it, you know? <laughs> I can't I can't do it. There's no way to like ease into that. You just got to go for it. Full so send. I, I tried it, fell on my head. Uh, that's terrifying. Went unconscious. Oh my gosh. Well, broke my arm, went unconscious, woke up in the arms of the PE teacher going to the nurse's office. Yeah. And like, I know that something like that could happen to anybody's kid. Yeah. And like, nobody could have prevented that from happening. Right. Like, you were on a mission. Yeah. You didn't communicate that to anybody in your brain. You were like, I'm going to do it. Right. And it just happens. Like, it's just accidents. They happen. When I was a kid, we lived on a hill and we were on our bikes and my dad was leading my brother and I on a bike ride. We, we grew up surrounded by 80 acres of orange trees. Oh. And so we were, we had taken our bikes to go to the, one of the orange groves that they would let us like pick our own oranges from. Mm-hmm. And so we had gathered a bunch of oranges and we were coming back down the hill and it was a pretty steep hill. And so my dad was going down ahead of us and he was like, make sure you have your brakes on. Um, as you're going down to, you know, slow yourself down because there was a pretty sharp turn at the bottom of the hill. And I was like, eh, brakes. What are those? I can do it. <laughs> yeah. So I was just pedaling. Not even oh, you just, were speeding up. Yeah, not even just like, just coasting. I was like accelerating. Okay. I was feeling the wind in my face, the rush of a, of a track ahead of me. Mm-hmm. And I, I, my dad kept telling me, slow down, Nick, slow down. And I was just going and I hit the turn and my bike slid out from under me okay well the turn um the at the end of that turn there was barbed wire fence so slid slid into the fence got hit with it my knee was all scraped up and my dad felt really bad but my dad did everything that he could have done in that moment right he was like slow down nick slow down nick and you know little nick was like nah i've got this yeah and i learned story (laughs) didn't have it yeah so I appreciate you sharing that moment. And oh. thank you for being vulnerable. It's hard when you see your kids hurt. It is very, yeah. very hard. Seeing your kids suffer through anything, whether it's physical pain, emotional pain, as a dad, 
I feel like it's my job to protect my kids. And there's just times in life where I, I can't do that. Like right. I do everything that I could have done to prevent that from happening. And that's not going to be the last time. Like I think about the future and I think about what it's going to be like when Luke, you know, has his fir first heartbreak. Oh yeah. <sighs> that's going to be challenging. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have hard moments with that because I'm protective, but right. even more so his mother is protective. That's going to be very interesting for sure. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, so thank you for sharing that. I appreciate it. No worries. I did not have um, it, my my high dad suit moment of the week wasn't necessarily a hard moment. It was actually really cool. Um, I took Luke to Bush Gardens on Saturday. It was just me and him. Um, we went out there. We got invited by Bush Gardens to go check out Mardi Gras, which mm -hmm. I'll talk a little bit about when we get into some of our news. Um, but it was really special just to be able to have like that one on one time with him. Uh, we try to be intentional with the boys about like separating that. Um, where, you know, I'll take Ethan and go do something and then I'll take Luke and go do something and Francie will do vice versa. Right. Um, but we got to have time with Luke on Saturday. He's our oldest. And um, he, we got to ride one of his favorite roller coasters together, which is Iron Gwazi. We talked Your about that Your favorite too? You know, <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoy that coaster. It's a blast, but it gives me quite the adrenaline rush. Yeah. I feel like in my mind, for those of you who've been to Universal and ridden um, Velocicoaster, I think Iron Gwazi can be more intimidating than a Velocicoaster. Yeah. Because of the climb. Yeah. Like Velocicoaster, you're just in it. Like you're just It's doing a it. launched coaster. Launched and there's, I don't want to spoil anything for anybody, but there's two launches. Right. Um, with Iron Gwazi, that climb to the top, you you can look out and see like all of Tampa. So it, all downtown Tampa. Yeah, it's beautiful. Like it, we did it at sunset. Yeah. Beautiful sunset. But I don't have time to pay attention to that because my adrenaline, and I, I have a fear of heights. So I'm just like, all right, let's get down this thing as fast as possible. And then they just kind of hang you over the edge for a second. Greater than 90 degree fall. Yeah. Terrifying. It Meaning is, that it goes past, yeah. right? That's what it is, 90, right? I think it's 91. 91 degrees. Yeah. It's truly terrifying. Uh, but Luke not scared in the least bit like fully like we got off and he's jumping up and down going can we do it again can we do it again and i was just like no <laughs> daddy needs a break for a second <laughs> but he's he just does not he cannot get enough of it and it, i don't i can't fathom like his bravery is so cool to see yeah um but yeah, he loves every second of it. Again, if you ever get the chance, go to Bush Gardens and ride Arnaguazi. I would argue that just being able to experience that coaster is like enough of a reason to go to Bush Gardens. Tampa. Yeah, I'll tell you the story of my first. Are you done? Is that sorry. well? The moment was that was cool, but then the 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 best moment of the day was Luke is obsessed with reptiles, and so oh. we had never walked over to where they keep like their snakes um, and stuff at Bush Gardens, and so we were walking up to the cages, and he was like losing his mind like on cloud nine like he, he was just like he literally at one point got so excited that he just yelled like he didn't have like the words to describe his level of excitement he was just like yes <laughs> that's pretty fun but it was awesome it was cool seeing like that excitement in his face and just being able to share that moment with him was really special yeah but you were saying about oh Garden. the first time that i ever rode iron guazi was the media event mm -hmm. uh within a day or two of me getting my wisdom teeth out oh wow <laughs> got on and they were you like on like medication for your pain yeah I, advil oh, okay. <laughs> okay uh they put me on like the first row because for my first ride so that they could film it 
And they had this whole system set up that it was supposed to be a live recording. Mm-hmm. So they had multiple cameras mounted throughout the roller coaster. They had a drone and then they had a, like a base camp and they had one on the on the train. Yeah. They had a base camp where they were sending all these signals back and then they were like cutting it together right there. <laughs> that is hugely complex and it didn't work the oh, first time. No. So they're like, you got to ride it again. Oh, and I was geez. like, all right. So I wrote it again and then I was like, well, let's write it in the back row. Feel the difference. Ended up writing it like six times in a row. And on one of the last times, I blew my stitches. Six times in a row? Yeah. That is very brave. Yeah, because I had my you mouth blew open. your stitches? Yeah, I blew the stitches out. <laughs> oh, my God. In my teeth. <laughs> so, literally, Iron Glossy blew your stitches out. I yeah. mean, the ride itself didn't do that. The wind. Yeah. Because well, I had my mouth open. Yeah, well, same. I don't know how you couldn't on that ride because I'm yelling the entire time. And because you're going so quickly, like, I literally finished the ride on Saturday and I was like, my mouth is so dry right now. Yeah. It is, it's a beast. It is a oh. beast of a coaster. It's true. I feel like that's a good segue into news. So I went out there for Mardi Gras. Um, we talked about Mardi Gras season is upon us uh, last week. And Bush Gardens does some fun stuff. I had never experienced Mardi Gras over at Bush Gardens before, but I was impressed. Yeah. They have like their area where they typically put like their festival booths. Mm-hmm. Um, and so all of those booths are out there with food, a different Cajun themed food. Um you know food that you would probably find in new orleans a lot of like crawfish etouffee so this area is if you head into the park mm-hmm. you make a left yeah. and you head towards iron guazi just past iron guazi is an area called guazi field right it's not in there right it's around that area though yeah so like you're just continuing that path back towards the flamingos and kangaroos right and that's where all the festival booths are they do a little parade there yeah yeah, it was really cool. So we were like where the festival festival booths were, where the parade sort of ends. Um, and it's cool because the parade doesn't end necessarily by like them exiting like the park. Yeah, they, they don't go backstage. No, they um, they have sort of like a block party for a second, which yeah. is really cool. Um, and then they move into this. Um, they have a lot of like, I, I want to say photo opportunity booths set up, but then just places set up like mini stages where they gather beads and then throw out beads to everybody. Yeah. I think uh, they call it the bead porch. Oh, okay. That makes yeah. sense. It looks like a porch. Yeah. It A lot of those like areas look, they've designed them to look like you're in the French quarter of new Orleans. Um, so it was really cool. That was awesome. Um, and like I said, just Luke was having the time of his life. He helped me like sample all of the foods and, he has opinions and he's not afraid to share those opinions, which I always appreciate. How did he handle the spice? He loves, he likes some kick to his food. Okay. And he loves sausage, which a lot of like Cajun food has sausage with it. Um, so he did like the sausage po' boy. Yeah. Could not get enough of it. Oh. Yeah. So delicious. Good. Yeah. So we really enjoyed it. Had some beignets. You got to have beignets. Um, Their beignets at Bush Gardens were good, I remember. I really enjoyed them. They had a banana, a banana foster beignet. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was good. It was tasty. I yeah. had never thought about putting like banana fosters on a beignet before. Did you know? Here's a fun fact. I shared this on my Instagram story. I learned this when I was in New Orleans, but banana fosters originated in New Orleans. Oh, yeah. Like that's where it came from. So that made sense for them to put that on a beignet. That does. Yeah. It's, it's, that tracks. <laughs> good one. Yeah. Um, I was in a group text this week and I said, that tracks. And someone replied and said, he did it. He said the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Simpsons um, reference, by the way. What? He did it. He said the thing. Oh, is it? Yeah. I would not have known. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so great time. That was awesome. Um, 
And if you get the chance, go to Bush Gardens, check out Mardi Gras. Does SeaWorld do anything for Mardi Gras? No. They're okay. getting into their Seven Seas Food Festival, right. which starts on February 2nd. That's exciting. Very delicious food. I've never they been. They did change their head chef, but it was a... In my opinion, as far as taste goes, mm -hmm. like and quality of food, I think it was maybe lateral, possibly an upgrade. Oh, okay. So like cool. the last sh head chef that they had was really delicious. Like he made really delicious food. This new head chef, still really delicious food. That's exciting. I got to get yeah. out there. I'm gonna do it. Yeah, I'm gonna go to the festival this year. You should because there is there's uh, Cuban influences, Puerto Rican influences. Nice. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. Seven Seas, like, so they have like Caribbean styled food. Yep. Cool. They have all of the Seven Seas. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> Shut up. Cool. I definitely want to go out there and check it out. Um, Mardi Gras starts. We talked about it last week, so we won't go into too many details, but Mardi Gras is starting, I think. So you'll be listening to this this weekend. Mardi Gras will start at Universal. The first concerts will be happening on February 2nd and 3rd. Yeah. Yeah. This weekend is. Yes. <laughs> I always yes. throw you off with this. <laughs> yes. This will be getting launched on Monday. Monday. So this weekend. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm, I'm following. I'm We're, tracking it. We are technically not recording on Monday. Obviously, that'd be pretty complicated to record and then immediately launch the immediately episode. Immediately send it out. In the morning. <laughs> at 7 a.m. Yeah, I'm excited to see the food booths at Universal. Oh, yeah, for Mardi Gras season. I, I've only, I got to go last year one time. Because they don't just do Mardi Gras food. Right. They do like carnival. Right. And all the different type of, sorry, I have a burp now. All of the different celebrations that are similar to Mardi Gras right. around the world. Yeah. Um, I, I did not get to eat a lot of food when I went last year, but I want to go multiple times in the season so that I can experience more. Because yeah. I do think that, actually, they had a Colombian booth, I think I remember. Oh. I think it was Colombian. If not, it was like Latin or Hispanic food and um i want to say because i remember getting really excited and getting food for ethan when we were there okay but anyways we'll report back on that maybe we can go one day together to universal and talk about it okay we do have a fun day coming up and this is just going to be a tease because we're going to talk about this in the episode this is not for a couple of weeks but we have a challenge day coming up yeah and i'm going to talk to you after we're done because i'd like to add to that challenge oh, okay fun it just so happens to be, should we say, like, what day? No. Okay. It's, uh, you got to wait. <laughs> Stay tuned. But we do. We're planning a theme park challenge day, and and we will be, obviously, like, Tim will vlog it. I'll be posting about it on my Instagram, but also, we will break it all down on Bad Tracks. Yeah. So. This podcast tuned. right here. <laughs> the one you're listening to. About uh, bands. <laughs> One day you're going to have to go. Last week we had an unfortunate scenario where 13 minutes of footage was lost. And I'm going to do a little teaser for that soon on our Instagram. Mm -hmm. But one day you have to revisit what we were tracking yeah. at the beginning of that. Yeah. Episode. I'll um, never forget it. <laughs> Even right now I've been constantly checking everything <laughs> just to make sure. There was some stuff that came out from Disneyland this week. Uh -huh. um, one of the things is like their Lunar New Year celebrations are starting over there. Um, and I have never been out there for any of their Lunar New Year celebrations. Have Me you? neither, no. So this year is the Year of the Dragon. Right. Um, so they do like a lot of themed merch. Um, and then I think a lot of the festival happens at DCA or maybe all yeah, of the festival. All of, the, all of the festival happens at DCA. And they always try to pick a Disney character mm -hmm. that correlates with what year right. animal it is. 
So this year's the year of the dragon. So we've got Mushu mm -hmm. from Mulan, the dragon from Mulan. Which makes sense. Uh, he is like the leader, the the mascot, the yeah. icon. What do you what do you call him? Yeah, I'd say like the mascot or icon. Okay. I love the festival. Last year they had Oswald was a big one because it was the year of the, the rabbit. rabbit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but then they also do like some character meet and greets with other, um, like the, I, I remember them having like Thumper, I think out there last year, oh, they place, rabbits. yeah, they place emphasis on like whatever IP like falls within that mm -hmm. themed animal. Um, I think it'd be fun if Figment made an appearance at DCA. Oh, you're the dragon. So, yeah. Maybe. Anyways. Anything is possible. Yeah. So they have a new character meet and greet that debuted with the festival. Um, and that is the characters from Turning Red. It's uh, Maylin Lee and Ming Lee. So Maylin is the little girl from Turning Red and then yeah. her mother, um, which I think is brilliant. So creative. Yeah. Um, and it's really interesting, too, because it's not when she's full red panda and it's not when she is full human. Right. She's like got ears and a tail. Yeah. I love it. So did you like that movie? Yeah. Loved I, it. Yeah. It, it was, was really so good. much fun. We had a blast watching it, but yeah, I, um, I'm excited about that. I, I wish that they would incorporate more turning red, um, at Walt Disney world as well. Yeah. It was very, we were talking about it today, me and Jen, and we're like, why did it take so long? Well, and the other thing is, is that the movie is set in Canada, right? We have a whole pavilion for Canada. Like we can, yeah. We can get more turning red there. I think that they released like a special drink when the movie debuted and it was at the Canada like booth or I think it was the popcorn stand where they have the maple popcorn. Um, I think they had a drink there that was turning red themed. Oh, but I feel like we could have a character mean greet right in Canada. Right. Just a thought Disney. If you're listening, do there it. you go. <laughs> so that's exciting. Um, I, I do. I would love to get out there one year for lunar. It's not gonna happen this year. Uh, but one day get out there for like a Lunar New Year celebration because all of the food that I typically see looks really good. Yeah. Um, and the parade looks like a lot of fun that they do out there. Yeah. I think it's, it's not, a, I don't think it's like a massive parade. I think it's a small, short parade, but they do one. I didn't see anything about the parade, so I can't answer that question. Okay. I know that last year they had a parade for it. Yeah. Um, I don't know like the, the scheduled time or anything for it, but the whole festival itself looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. I always enjoy getting to experience is the festivals that they have over at Disneyland, um, specifically at DCA. Do they do festivals inside of Disneyland? Not no. that I know. All of the festivals happen at DCA. Yeah. Like their food and wine festival happens at DCA. Mm -hmm. We went last year when food and wine was happening and it was cool to see all the booths and they do lanyards over there, Yeah, which I wish they would also incorporate it. Well, there are lanyards here for the shows, like in the American Pavilion. If you're going to see right. Garden Rocks or whatever, you can get like yeah. a lanyard but I, I wish you could buy seeing. like a lanyard that you could just get like stamps or whatever to prepay for your food. Yeah, we just do gift cards. Right. Which. Different. Uh, same, my, same, I but different. I want the holes to be punched. Yeah. I want to feel accomplished. Right. <laughs> so what else has happened? Are we sticking over at Disneyland here? Yeah. So um, big news for downtown Disney. Right. The, um, they got a new, like they're ever, ever expanding downtown Disney because they're changing it. Right. Right. So they're closing things down, moving things around. Yeah. But we got the announcement of the Parkside Market as a collection of four culinary concepts, uh, including Soul Sister, which Soul is spelled like Soul Korea, mm -hmm. uh, Sip and Sonder, which sounds like a fun name. I don't know what it is. No. But that's just where you have the name. Yeah. Gigi's Kitchen Shop. G Gigi's <laughs> Chicken Shop. Sorry. No, that's good. 
and a second story bar. And then they also announced that the Earl of Sandwich is getting a new two story location with a quick service downstairs and a gastro pub upstairs. Which just sounds fascinating. And I would love to see that concept be incorporated into our Disney Springs location. You know what? I've never been to Earl of Sandwich at Disney Springs. Really? I've been to Earl of Sandwich, never at Disney Springs. Where did you go to Earl of Sandwich if not at Disney Springs? Um, there, there's an Earl of Sandwich um, at a like rest area off of <laughs> on your way down to Miami. There you go. Yeah. But, is, but you should try it at Disney Springs. I need to. I, I love sandwiches. They have a holiday sandwich. And then I want you to do this one. Okay. Because this has I, there are, some enunciation. There's some enunciations that I can't so, do. So a new quick surface location, Tiendita, will join Pase, Paseo and Centrico at the center of the district. So I've never been to any of these places before. There's It was the, um, it used to be right near, what was it near? Like Salt and Straw and stuff like that. There's like a restaurant that was in the center, uh-huh. just all outdoors. And it was pretty good. So we ate there last It says time. that Tiendita will be a Mexican street food favorites on the go. Right. I feel like all of this speaks so well to like some of the food that you typically can find over in California. Right. So there was a place called Tortilla Joe's that closed. Okay. And so this is, I think, filling some of Replacing the gap. Replacing that. That sounds But great. it's not in that. It's not in to- the Tortilla Joe's building. Oh, okay. It's in a different location. But offering similar food. But offering similar food. That's exciting. I... um. Another thing that I have not done a lot of is spend a lot of time in downtown Disney when I've gone over to Disneyland. I've been to their Splitsville a couple of times, um, and I, I really haven't spent a lot of time dining there. I think when I go to Disneyland, I get so excited to dine at all of the locations inside of the park because their mm-hmm. park food is fantastic that I don't venture into Disney Springs that often. So that's going to be on my priority downtown list. Disney. I'm sorry. Yeah, downtown Disney. I'm so used to saying Disney Springs right. now. That's on my list of things to do when we go for D23 Expo. What we try to do is we do breakfast and lunch, usually in the park. Yeah. And then we do dinner at Downtown Disney. That's a good idea. And like desserts. Yeah. We're going to do that. Salt and straw. Eat at a couple of places. Yeah, but now I have salt and straw here, so branch out, you know? Yeah. Different flavors, I guess. Was it salt and straw? Yeah, it's salt and straw out there, right? Yeah, that's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Salt and straw is an ice cream shop that we have here at Disney Springs. Super weird flavors. Super weird, but I love them. Yeah. Delicious. Guys got to check it out. They had a fried chicken flavor. It's next to the... (coughs) Oh, so sorry. It's next (laughs) to the AMC. I think that's it for Disneyland. Okay. Uh, No, it's not. Oh. Wait, wait, promise you. I promise you. This is not a run Disney podcast. Right. But there is run Disney news. (laughs) So we wanted to... uh, approach it well and say, i want to approach it specifically because of the level of excitement in text messages that i was receiving from tim so i screenshot the announcement and i sent it to you yeah i gotta do this race y- you were like do i get candy <laughs> right because it's called look what does it say i it says like trick-or-treat so they released the themes for the halloween races that are coming i think the dates of the races are september 5th through september 8th they're at the very beginning of september um but they're doing a 5K, a 10K, a half marathon, and then a challenge. Um, the 5K has Chippendale on it. I, the 10K, 10K is Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion. Right, with the Hitchhiking Ghost. The half marathon was um, the Sanderson the, the sisters, sisters. yeah. But it was like the mini Daisy Clarabelle version of the right. Sanderson sisters. Um, and then the challenge is Jack 
and Sally exactly. and Zero is in there too. Yeah. So I do think and that this is the like emblems are shaped almost like caskets. It's gonna be the medals are gonna look so cool. I hope they're caskets. You want? I hope you like <laughs> open them up. So Tim was texting me after I sent that to him, and he was like, "Go ahead." Sorry, I wanted to uh, uh, also say that the challenge is only the 10K and the half. Right. The yeah. five is not in there. That is typically what challenges look like. Outside of Dopey, most challenges, like at Wine and Dine does a challenge where it's the 10K and the half marathon. Okay. Um, Princess Weekend, I, I don't want to get this wrong, but it's a two-course challenge. It's usually just two courses. It's usually the 10K and the half marathon. I sent that to Tim, and he responded and was like, do I get candy, which I don't. I don't know. That'll be interesting. I can't imagine they're going to pass out candy on a race course. I don't know. It, it says seems like it seems like it would be very congested. Whether you treat yourself to a 3.1 mile jaunt, pick up a few ghostly hitchhikers for 6.2 miles, or try to avoid any hocus pocus during a 13.1 mile adventure, some Disney characters will be there to wish you the happiest of Halloweens, adding even more excitement to your participants. Uh, even that, adding more, younger participants will be able to get up and get her done during kids' races hosted by favorites from Disney's and Pixar's Cars. There's an even opportunity for some seriously goofy yoga. I love that they, they do the kids' races over there. I want them to bring that back to Walt Disney World. Um, I think that the boys, like, you you should check into getting Jackson in one of those kids' races. I didn't realize that the yoga is $130. Yeah. The kids' race is only forty dollars. You should Jackson should do it. I feel like you would have a blast. How far is it? I don't know. Okay, but I can't imagine it's anything like super daunting. Kids do the five k, so I think it'd be fine. Okay, he's uh, only four. Yeah. He's one of okay. Yeah, but I think they're designed for younger children. I have a friend that did the kids' race uh, this past uh, January, like a couple weeks ago, when mm-hmm. they did it up in Disneyland, and his kid, I want to say, is like three or four. Okay. Yeah. So just a fun time. And it was so cute because I saw a video of them like out there on the course running together and the kid was having the time of their life. Okay. Um, so you're going to do it. You're going to try to do it. You yeah. You got to get past the hurdle of registration. <clears throat> registration. Which is. Because they do this thing where like there's a, a club, Run Disney Club or whatever. And like if you're a member of that, you get like priority. You can register for it ahead of time. But like it's been sold out and it's expensive. It and... just randomly opens and people buy it and then it sells out quickly again. yeah there's no like rhyme or reason or time like it's just randomly will open and then it goes away and the perk is early registration and you get a jacket apparently pass holders used to have early registration for the run disney races <laughs> bring it back but that wouldn't work for disneyland right if you're not a disneyland pass holder right that's true um i i think we're going to do it we're going to make sure that you're able to get into those races i would love to do them but I don't know if that's going to happen because of just trips out to California. I'm going to try to go in May for my birthday and then I'm going in August for um, D23 and I just feel like I don't know that I could pull another trip out there. Yeah, it's pretty rough. Yeah, but I think I'm so excited to know because you, do you want to go on the record for saying like what you want to do for these races? Yeah, sure. I want to do all of them. I want to do that. I want to walk the 5K. Yeah. No problem. You can do that. And then run the, the 10 and a half just because of those. It's going to make me so sad if you do your first half marathon and I'm not there. Well, I'm going to be sad if there's no candy. <laughs> if I get out there and they're like, trick or treat. You're like, like, that's it. I'm going home. <laughs> you know what? I think the real challenge should be. What? 
Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Hollywood opens the day before the 5K. Ooh. That's an event that'll run until I would 2 a.m. Gl- gladly run through that. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine if I went to the opening night of Horror Nights and, and then, then just literally stayed just awake? Drive, drove over, you know, yeah. so. It's like uh, an hour drive away. It just takes up the whole time. Yeah. Like. Do it. That'd be fun. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a 5K. You're just walking. Yeah, but I need sleep at some point. <laughs> That'll make you that much more tired. So you go to bed that much earlier. And you don't have to worry about that in California. For the 10K. You lose you lose three hours or True. whatever, right? I What's feel like the when you change? go to California, you're just exhausted the entire time. Does Coming... the time change three hours? Yeah. Okay, there you go, yeah. It I... means that you'll be getting up. If you have to wake up at 2 a.m., really feels like you're waking up at 5. That's a normal time to wake up. <laughs> Last year for springtime surprise weekend, um, it happens in April, and Taylor Swift was in concert in Tampa that same weekend. Mm-hmm. And so there were all I thought you were going to tell me she was running. I was like, oh. <laughs> no. Amazing. <laughs> She'd have to run very fast. I think a lot of people would like chase her. Right. People are intense about Taylor Swift. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I consider myself to be a Swifty, but I am not to the level of some people. Right. Like I'm not cheering for the chiefs just cause she's dating one of them. Psh, no, I know that doesn't mean anything to you sports. <laughs> uh, my Tampa Bay Buccaneers lost this weekend. And so I'm a little sad about that, but are they out now? They're out. Now I got to oh. figure out who I'm going to cheer for. Who are you going to cheer for? Cheer for. <laughs> Do you want me to tell you the team names that's left? Yeah, give me We've give me some options. The Ravens, the Chiefs, the Bills, and the 49ers. Okay. Why are they called the Bills? The Bills. They're not in it. They lost too. So <laughs> sad. The Lions. I didn't even say the Lions because they're who they're the ones who beat the Bucks. But okay. the Lions, the 49ers, the Ravens, and the Chiefs. Here's my problem. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of the Ravens because that's a cool animal. Okay. But I don't like their colors. What color? You know their like color? Purple and yellow? Yeah. Yeah, I don't... I don't, Not I, don't I like purple. I don't like yellow. Okay. But like a purple and yellow together, it's off-putting to me. I love yellow. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's so bright and happy. Uh, I hate it. <laughs> Not because of like the implications of like happiness and Just stuff like that. Just a fan of the color. Just I don't... Yeah. <laughs> what's, your, you? what's your favorite color? Blue. No. Okay. What's yours? Like a certain shade of blue? No, just blue. Oh. All blue. Basic blue. Yeah, no, I mean like multiple blues. Oh, okay. It doesn't, you don't discriminate on your blues. Right. It could be anything. The color of your headphones is nice. Okay. This color here is nice. I do enjoy the color blue, but it's not my favorite. I would say it's my third favorite color. <laughs> okay, what are the other two? <laughs> orange is my favorite color. Oh, that's Jen's favorite color. Really? I yeah. love orange. It's just like, there's a box in the corner of this room right now that's orange and it just speaks to me. It's it's just, it's solid. It's bright. It's would you consider it a happy color? I don't know. Orange? Yeah. Yeah, sure. I, I just really enjoy it. What's a sad color? Um, Probably like purple. <laughs> Figment. Yeah. He's happy. <laughs> How is that sad? Look at me smiling. He's got a fork. I don't know that it's necessarily a like a sad color, but there's just like depth to it. Do you know what I mean? Purple. Okay. I feel like there's purple has layers. <laughs> oh, it's an onion now. Okay. <laughs> there are Perfect. purple onions, right? It's true. There you go. But they call them red. Yeah, but that doesn't make sense because they're purple. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we, we went from run Disney to onions. <laughs> yeah, that's how we do it. Um, but yeah, so exciting. Those those themes of those races, they are definitely speaking to the like boo crew for that. Oh, <laughs> the scream squad, if you will. Yeah. yeah. Boo crew. I didn't realize that Halloween Horror Nights opens the night before that, though. At Hollywood. At Hollywood, yeah. Yeah. That's exciting. I don't know when it opens here. Probably August. It's more ridiculous here in Orlando. Yeah. Well, you know, 
Why not? Have a great time with it. <laughs> oh, something else. We're going to jump around a little bit, and I'm going to bring it back to Orlando, Universal Orlando, because we did talk that Mardi Gras is opening at Universal Orlando a little bit, but no, something else we didn't mention is that uh, the new hotel over at Epic Universe yes. is opening January of 2025. Did they like make an announcement about that? No. It was very like subtle. Like you 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 made a reservation. Yeah, I booked it for yeah. the 21st of January. Yeah, and you screenshot it and sent it to me and I was just like, what is this? Right? Is is my reservation for <laughs> so subtle for the thing, yeah. It's very exciting. So yeah, it's happening. Which But the park won't be open. And that doesn't necessarily give us indication as to when the park will be open, but I would imagine it's not much longer after that. Right. I don't know why you, they don't, I wouldn't want, if I were Universal, I wouldn't want people staying in a hotel that overlooks an unfinished park. Right. Yeah. That seems silly. That, that, that means at that point they anticipate the park being close to being finished. Right. Yeah. If not already finished and waiting to open. Right. So do you know if it's booked up? Like are all the reservations no, gone? It's interesting. I'm excited. I'm really looking forward to Epic Universe. Yeah. I cannot wait to experience that park. What was it called? The Stella Nova. Yeah. And we don't know like what that means though. Like we don't know like much about the theming for it, right? Just the name. Right. I, I have never Space, stayed at Universal maybe. Resort. Really? Mm-hmm. They're good. You okay. should stay at one. Yeah. I'll put that on the list for this year too. Yeah, I got should. a lot of things I'm going You to should take there. the kids to Cabana Bay. Yeah, I, I really want to. I, a lot of my friends have stayed there and they absolutely love it. Never been to Volcano Bay either. Volcano Bay is good. They've got a place there called Tatiki Reek, Reef, Tatiki <laughs> Reef, that uh, is really great for kids. Your okay. kids might be a little bit old for it, but yeah. they still might enjoy it. It's like I don't a splash know. pad. Yeah, Ethan would be all about it. Yeah. Luke would probably be like ready for the slides. Yeah, he's going to climb to the top of that mountain. I'm not doing that. And do the drop slide. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I'm not doing that. That I, I, will, I will say we would have to find a friend that could come with us that would feel comfortable doing that with Luke because that is something that I'm like, Sorry, kiddo. Huh? <laughs> when you're old enough to do it alone, that's going to be your moment because dad just can't do it. I know my limitations. <laughs> you should try it. Uh, no. That's not bad. I don't think so. Just close your eyes. <laughs> I have to close my eyes on it. I wish I could keep them open, but my contacts would go. That anticipation stresses me out. Speaking of Universal, uh, this weekend, you know what? We can't even say this weekend. Last weekend. <laughs> irrelevant information but last weekend rock the universe happened yeah I, we uh, neither of us have tickets to go but it's exciting that event has been happening for a long time right i remember it happening when i was a kid yeah um so that's exciting some cool bands that were there hopefully they had a great time <laughs> <laughs> hopefully the kids enjoyed it yeah um it does like typically get packed out with a lot of teenagers yeah which can be interesting mm-hmm. <laughs> so, a lot um, of a lot of teenagers a lot of angst in there yeah, yeah. a lot of I was once one of those teenagers going to those types of events. I remember like um, Grad Bash. They don't even do Grad Nights anymore, do they? I know Disney does They do not. Grad Bash at Universal. At Universal. Still. Yeah. yeah. You know where my Grad Night was? Where? Wet and Wild. Really? Yeah. Which is now the location of two Universal hotels, the Did, Surfside. Do you do Disney for graduation either? Mm-mm. No. Um, I don't know. I know Plain White Tees was in concert for my Grad Night. We didn't even have a band. We just went to Wet and Wild. <laughs> There's like, go slide on some water slides. Did you guys do like a senior trip in high school? No. We did. But I went to a smaller school. Where'd you go? We went to Cocoa Beach at first. There you go. Actually, this is really depressing because every class for years leading up to my class, their senior trip was to Hawaii. What? Yeah. They'd go to Hawaii. Like 
you know, you'd, you'd obviously have, you'd have to pay for it, but they did would do like class fundraising too, to help like offset the cost. Oh yeah. And so such a cool trip for your senior trip. Like, wow, they're literally going to Hawaii. So every year they would do that. The year before me, they went and they got in all kinds of trouble in Hawaii oh. and the school made the decision. We're not doing it anymore. We're not so doing you Hawaii. paid the price. We did. Hmm. And now it's time to pay the price. Oh. <laughs> so Absolutely. we went to Cocoa Beach. Cocoa Beach. <laughs> the only viable alternative to Hawaii. Cocoa Beach. Cocoa Beach. We started in Cocoa Beach and then we um, drove from there to Orlando and they rented cabins for us at Fort Wilderness. Oh, that's nice. Um, stayed in cabins and did uh, Blue Man Group at Universal. Yeah, that's a good one. And it, it was around Grad Bash as well. It was a fun trip. You guys didn't go to Disney though? You just stayed at Disney? We did um, We did a water park. We did Blizzard Beach. Okay. I don't think we went into any of the actual parks. That's a strange... It was random. It was such a random trip. But okay. you know... I think they were trying to make us feel like it was cool and special because we didn't get to go to Hawaii. Right. Tragic. Where at in Hawaii did they go? If you were a part of that class, just know I'm still salty. Class of 08, they were the ones before me. That means that I just revealed what year I graduated high school, which we alluded to last week. 09. 09. What? Uh, There's never been a class so fine as the class of 2009. <laughs> that is so long. Is that what it said on your t-shirts? I don't know. I don't remember. Jeez Louise. <laughs> Class of 09, they're out of their mind. <laughs> wow, that's a good one. Yeah. Did you just come up with that? Yeah. Good job. It's because I was I was pretending. So we went to Portillo's, oh, right? Okay. And at Portillo's, they call out your number and they say like, 205, you're ready to, oh, <laughs> your food to, has arrived. You're ready to drive. No, your food has arrived. Okay. And so like every number has a, like a rhyme that goes with it. Right. Um, 205, it's your time. No, two oh nine it's your time okay you know stuff like that so i was like i wonder if i could do that so i started coming up with the rhymes for so you had been practicing 202 (laughs) get ready for french fries you you. (laughs) get ready for french fries you comma you (laughs) (laughs) i don't remember oh rock the universe i don't know i was like where did we go how did we get there again where in hawaii did they go we are tracking i don't remember Uh, i didn't get to go so it was relevant to me okay i was salty okay and not the kind of salt from the ocean in hawaii I was just salty. Okay. <laughs> um, also at Universal, do you want to talk about five and 10? Oh, yeah. So this morning, all of the, like, it wasn't an official announcement from Universal. Right. This is what Universal does. They, like, put something in the park, and then all the, the bloggers and stuff go there. They have all, everybody has inf- inside information for Universal. Like all the bloggers do. Yeah. So they know to show up, right, when the park opens. They show up inside the five and 10, which is a five and dime, whatever you want to call it inside at the hollywood section of the park right there is a new sign that says what did it say it said like monster makeover or something like that yeah i says monster yeah monster makeovers and then it says become the monster and then it says coming soon and it's like like a what do you call that like a marquee right over top of a a movie theater like an old movie theater Mm -hmm. and it just leads to a door that says coming soon there's like velvet ropes and red carpet and like, I love that Universal, first of all, I just love that Universal does this kind of stuff because I feel like they do this with their tribute store. If you're not familiar with what the tribute store is, it is a store that changes with the seasons at Universal mm-hmm. um, and it will be themed to whatever is happening during that season. So we anticipate like a Mardi Gras themed store yep. will be coming soon. Um, but I know that they leave Easter eggs for what could be coming next in the store that people like to like figure out. I love this kind of stuff so much. I mm-hmm. think it's brilliant. 
So I'm excited that like, they're not going to just come out with the news. They're going to like make you work for it. Right. But, but like rumor has it, or people are assuming uh, just me. No, I saw this online. Oh, okay. Actually, someone actually tweeted like monster makeover store coming to universal Orlando. Okay. Now that's not fact checked. Well, it just says monster makeover. Well, the, like they, on the sign. Yeah, but they, um, I read the article and they were they were saying what you were saying, how people are implying that that means that it'll be a makeover experience similar to like... Bibbidi-bobbidi? Yeah. So but you, like, you could become a monster. What are the... To what extent? Yeah, what's the extent of that? Because like you can't wear a mask in the park. Right. But don't they do the pirate makeover still at Magic Kingdom as well? Yeah. But like... I get it. You can have your face painted. Yeah. But like you couldn't have like, could you have fake teeth? Like fangs? Well, my question for it is what's the market for that? Because kids at Walt Disney World are going to absolutely want to become a princess mm-hmm. or a pirate because that's those, those are things that I feel like are targeted towards young children. Right. Are there a lot of, I mean, maybe, and I'm not knocking it. But are there a lot of young kids that are like, I want to be a monster? Who says it's young kids? True. This is 100% going to be the adults. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Doing this. So, but but that's where I think it gets complicated with, because there are regulations specifically for adults right, in the with park costumes. with costumes. There's not necessarily for kids or it's more loose for kids. Yeah. Um, that's where I feel like it gets interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're going to have to like, because they don't want adults looking like actual characters walking around the parks. Right. Yeah, I don't know. This is the question that we have. Or is it just a shop that's themed to... Right. But it's like a back room. That's like the, it was like their storage room back there. I don't know. Hmm. It'll be interesting. TBD. Yeah. We're gonna we'll have to unpack that together. We'll be tracking on that one together. Okay. <laughs> we're going to look. Um, And then uh, the other piece of information we had was at SeaWorld... Snuffleupagus. Snuffleupagus. I love that word. Snuffleupagus. It's such a good name. Snuffy is coming. Yes. So starting last Saturday, mm-hmm. he was there for the the park's fifth anniversary. Yeah. And he'll be there for a while. I'm not going to lie. I love the name Snuffleupagus. I can't picture what Snuffleupagus looks like in my head. Like a woolly mammoth, pretty much. Uh, yes. Yeah. Is, he, is he brown or she brown? Brown. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, Big Bird's best friend. I was not the biggest Sesame Street guy. When I was a kid. I don't know why. Not for any particular reason. You also hate the Muppets, though. I do not hate the Muppets. (laughs) He's told me before. I don't hate them. He does not like the Muppets. I Like is also a strong word. I'm just not, like, I'm not a fan of the Muppets like other people are a fan of the Muppets. He's indifferent to the Muppets. I'm indifferent to the Muppets. I know. People are going to have something to say about that. People are going to think, like, what does Nick enjoy? What do you enjoy? I I do like things. I love things. Is there any sort of sort of childlike whimsy thing that you enjoy? What does that mean? Like the Muppets. Fraggle Rock. I mean, I had a lot of things that I loved as a child. You don't love them anymore? <laughs> no, no, I, <laughs> I guess not really. <laughs> but I love like like childhood things. I love watching like animated movies. They're fun. Okay. I don't know. The, the Muppets just never really did it for me. Okay. I love the people's passion about them. I love people's fandom for them. I love that you're wearing a Muppet shirt right now as Muppet we're recording Vision. this. 3D. I love the passion behind it. Last thing that Jim Henson worked on. I just don't connect to it. But I think there's a lot of like things or or um, 
like things that people are, get excited about that not everybody gets excited about it. I think that's because you didn't watch Sesame Street. Because that's why I don't like the Muppets or not like That's them. why you don't, that's why people have it. I think Sesame Street was a uh, stepping block, a stepping stone to liking the Muppets as adults. Interesting. I loved Barney. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means for me, but. <laughs> but you're not like, you don't like Barney anymore. But my mom loved Sesame Street. She literally taught herself English. Yeah. So I'm watching Sesame Street. Sesame but Street. She doesn't great. Care. She doesn't care about the Muppets. You know what's sad though? Hmm. <laughs> HBO bought out the rights to Sesame Street and they just canceled it. That's really tragic. Yeah. I again I, I watched some of Sesame Street, but it just wasn't it wasn't my go to show. I was watching like Arthur. Mm. Do you know what Arthur is? Yeah. <laughs> what? That was my Arthur meme. What is oh, was like, <laughs> yeah, the fist. Yeah. <laughs> I loved that show on PBS. Zaboomafu. Zaboomafu, they have a new a new show out. Yeah, Wild Kratz. I've watched that before. Oh, Luke was upset. We had a Wild Kratz birthday party for Luke because he was obsessed with Wild Kratz, which I thought was pretty cool that like the same guys that I used to love watching on Zaboomafu, like they were brilliant. They found a way to continue and reach a whole new generation of kids. Yeah. So anyways. There you go. Don't know how oh, Snuffleupagus. Snuffy. You know, I think that is oh, one last piece of news. Or two last pieces of news. Going back to Walt Disney World. First of all, a new pass holder magnet. Oh, the pass holder magnet that I need to it. have. Yeah, and yeah, you in particular, this is like high up on your list of things that you have to have. I was shocked. I sent you a screenshot of this the other day. I was shocked that you had not seen it yet. Yeah, well, there was something happening that day that like I wasn't able were, to be more into the news. Yeah. <laughs> so starting um, January 29th, so um, it started. Mm-hmm. Has it? <laughs> yes. No. I don't remember the date. It starts today. Okay. <laughs> Look at that. The day this comes out. We're tracking. We're tracking. Uh, January 29th. Uh, so today at Epcot at Creation Shop, pass holders, Walt Disney World annual pass holders can go pick up their um, new Hey Hey Magnet. Hey Hey Magnet. Hey Hey Pass Holder Magnet. This magnet looks so cool. I love when they take a character that is just super random and least expected and put it on a pass holder magnet. Yeah. I always appreciate Mickey and the gang. Those are cool. Mm-hmm. But Hey Hey, where did that come from? I don't know. I mean, I know, like, obviously it's connected to Journey of Water, Journey into Water, but Hey Hey. Journey of Water featuring Moana. Yeah. But Hey Hey. Hey Hey's yeah. there. He is there. I love it. I'm so excited about this magnet. Looks very cool. You can get that from January 29th to February 23rd. Let me ask you this. Okay. So the whole reason that you say that I should be excited about the Hey Hey Magnet is because yeah. I have a Hey Hey tattoo. tattoo. Yeah. I have a, a Pua and a Hey Hey tattoo. Mm-hmm. Do you know why I have those tattoos? You have told me before. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I don't remember. Okay. So they're on the tops of my feet. Yeah. And that's an old sailor tradition of you get a pig and a chicken tattooed on the top of your feet because when a ship wrecked, the crates that held the pigs and the chickens didn't sink. Mm. They floated. So it's kind of like a superstition is like, okay, those are the things that don't sink. So, you, so if I have them on my feet, <laughs> I will always be on top of water. That's cool. Like the, there's a saying in motorcycling. It's like, keep the wheel side down. Mm. Same thing. Uh, like you always want to be on the deck rather than in the water. Right. And so if, huh. you know. That's really cool. Didn't know that. Yeah. I don't think you ever shared that. I think <clears> you just told me the experience of getting the tattoos or something oh, like that. Insanely painful. Yeah. Sat for both feet, same time. No, I have a tattoo, but I can't imagine 
because I, when I got my tattoo, it's on my shoulder. When I got it, when they went over the bone, oh, yeah. that was the worst part. So I cannot imagine what it's like on your feet. There are worse parts than the bone. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. Um, and then the last piece of news is at this point, since you're listening to this on the 29th, Country Bears has officially closed. Shut it down. So hopefully you got a chance to experience that attraction one last time. I know that we we are going to try to do it this week. Um, so hopefully we'll get one last little moment with it. But um, I'm, I, I'm excited about it. I'm ready for the change. I'm looking forward to whatever they're bringing. I'm ready for it. I watched it yesterday. Oh, you did? Yes. And I always forget how bad it is. Yeah. The animatronics are worn out. They are. And they have not really received a lot of like TLC recently. Right. The the fur on the bears is all matted and yeah. looks gross. Yeah. The eyes on Melvin not looking good. Yeah. Um it's time. The songs like I know that the people have told me that when I say like it's fine, country bears should go, they're like, you should be less sensitive. But like there is literally a song that is in this show that says, Mama don't whoop little Buford. <laughs> I think you should shoot him instead. Oh dear. And like, we're done with that. We don't need that. Honestly, why was that even ever a, a thing? I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, it's like, we're, it's ready for change. Like I don't want my kids like repeating those lyrics. Right. Yeah. And like the blood on the saddle thing, I understand like it, not there's implicate, like it's implied what happened. Right. But like, still kind of it's like a funny moment with big al and like you could gloss over the fact that it's about a guy that just got shot on his horse right um but like the thing is is that like country bears every time you go to magic kingdom there's hardly a wait for that at all not anymore now that they announced it's closing right which makes sense But but there still wasn't a wait the theater was full there was still no wait see so even like like when splash mountain was closing the wait was insane Mm-hmm. those last few days the thing is is that like leading up to this not a lot of people were riding country bears like right. for anybody that's like super intensely and i get like people are passionate about their favorite attractions and right. i respect that i totally understand it right but i didn't really know that there were that many people that passionate about it based on every time that i've gone to magic kingdom that there haven't been that many people experiencing that attraction right so and i think that and it, this might uh, offend some people, but I think that people remember just some parts of that show. Right. So like, and you have to look at it in its entirety for sure. Right. Like blood on the saddle has funny moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the guys that turn me on iconic, turn me, turn me down. Yeah. Like, but just people s- were singing. The whole theater was singing. It. Yeah. Which is still like kids. That's borderline for me, but like, yeah, kids ask questions and right. they're just like, okay, this is going to create an interesting conversation. Now, right. You know, and I but, can understand like, turn me on just like, oh, it's like, you know, like I'm jazzed about that. Yeah. Guy. yeah jazzed. You know, <laughs> it's a good word for you. And so like, it's fine. You know, yeah. I just want to be friends with him. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, like, I, but I just think, I think the entertainment value of it can be so much better. Right. Yeah. Just in general, not even specifically tied to the theming or the lyrics that are being incorporated into it, Mm -hmm. which I do think it's, we've evolved. It's time to continue to move forward. I think just the entertainment value of the show in its entirety can be so much better. And they're not getting rid of the country bears, right? Like they're still going to be around. It's just going to be better. And it may not be better for 
some people in their opinions, but I'm looking forward to it. Ready? Yeah. Bring it on. I'm just excited to meet Romeo McGraw. <laughs> it's going to be a good time. Yeah. We'll see what he has to say, what he has to sing. Right. What is one song that you would predict that's going to be in that show? Bare Necessities? Well, we already know that. <laughs> we already know that. It's a cop out. Um, and I feel like they will still, I hope, I hope they still do the, uh, the bear tracks, bear tracks. Yeah. At the end. Cool. I think that's fine. What if we get something from, and I love this soundtrack. What if we get something from Brother Bear? I don't know any of the songs from Brother Bear. They were done by Phil Collins. One After the, Tarzan or before Tarzan? After. Okay. Um, I, which is why I love the Tarzan soundtrack. And so Brother Bear's soundtrack is also fantastic. Okay. I don't know that he did all of the songs, but he did some of them. Um, and there's one song that's like, tell everybody I'm on my way. <laughs> okay. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know it? No, but I will look it up after I think this. it'd be cool if that was in the show. Okay. Does I, it I, have a twang? Does it have a beat? Does it have a rhythm? Yeah, I think so. Okay. But it's about bears, so. Okay. I'm I'm all about more bear songs. There you so. go. Anyway. There you go. That, that was a, that was the whole whole <laughs> podcast about um busted in the year 3000. We uh um, Joe J Bros. Things to... Don't say J Bros. <laughs> what are the Jonas Brothers names? Nick Aaron <laughs> uh, Do you really not remember? Nick uh Oh no. Nick Patrick, no. <laughs> I just had it. Oh my! When well, you told me it was we Joe, just talked about Joe this. Jonas. Yeah, Nick, Nick Jen. Jonas, and you Chip. Your friend's name was Chip. That was Joe. That was Joe. Nick Jonas. Why do you keep forgetting Joe Jonas and Jonas. Kevin? Yes, Kevin Jonas. Good job. Proud of you. I was trying to relate them to the minions. <laughs> Kevin, Bob, and Stewart, and I. Didn't do it. Didn't get there. No. Um, my 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 headphones are falling off. Um, wearing a hat. <laughs> that's what I do. Um, next week there'll be fun and exciting things to recap. Oh yeah, I'm going on a cruise. By the time <laughs> that you guys see this, I will be back from the cruise. Yeah, which is exciting. Yeah, you're going on the wish. Going on the wish. Just yeah. a, a quick Friday to Monday cruise. This is so exciting though. I love the wish so much. Yeah, I'm excited for yeah. it. Is this, this is Oliver's first cruise? No. Oh, okay. Oliver's second cruise. Oh, okay. You guys did one during like... He Hall- was six months old. Halloween-ish. As soon as he was able to... Yeah, it was a Halloween cruise. Yeah. As soon as he was able to get on a cruise, we put him on a cruise. That's awesome. Like, there you go. Go on the <laughs> fantasy. He was on the fantasy. He loved it. That'll be fun. No, that's going to be a good time. Well, so we'll talk more about that next week in your yeah. experiences. Maybe there'll be some fun high dad suit moments from the cruise experience. Maybe. Looking we'll forward see. to hearing about that. I have... I don't have as exciting plans for this weekend. <laughs> I'm not going on a cruise. I, d- I would like to get over to Universal though. So okay. we'll see if that happens. I believe you. Yeah. We'll see. I didn't, I forgot that Rock the Universe was happening this weekend. Maybe you won't go. Yeah, probably won't. <laughs> yeah. Festival of the Arts. I'm going to put that on my radar for this Oh, weekend. I went to Festival of the Arts again. You it did. good, yeah. Let's talk about that next week because you got to experience more of the festival this time around. And maybe yeah. I'll get to go and okay. we'll share some more like food recommendations. Okay. So stay tuned for that as well. Will do. Appreciate you all. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. We'll see you next week. Uh, it, I don't, I, don't have, I thought it would have like a little outro sound, like, <laughs> but I don't. So, all right. That's an appropriate g- way to end. <laughs> see you guys later. Bye, guys. Bye.